Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Hey everyone, it is Amy Carlson here and we are talking gardening today and how we can garden naturally without any of those toxin chemicals. It's that time of year where we're getting those gardens started depending on where you are in the world. I want to give you some tips and tricks that I have learned throughout time and how we can improve our gardens and make sure that we don't have anything toxic going into our environment, okay? So, so if you are new to the program and you haven't listened before, make sure you hit that subscribe button because we've got two episodes coming out each and every week to you. And also I have a free toxic risk assessment on my website. So go into amycarlson.com. And you can grab your free toxic risk assessment. It is a real quick, less than five-minute questions that you'll answer. When you're done, you are going to be able to get on a free 20-minute call with me, and we can talk about any questions that you have over that assessment, as well as you're going to get my free toxic home shopping guide. These are the products I have been using in my home for all my everyday products for the last seven years, and I am sending that to you as well when you do the free toxic risk assessment. So let's get started and find out what we can do to garden in a more natural way and remove those toxins from being on our plants and in our environment. So first of all, did you know that you can boost your fertilizing from things in your kitchen? It's true. You can boost your soil and all the nutrients it will need to produce healthy plants just by sorting through your food waste. Eggshells. Rinse them out and dry your eggshells. Crush them up and either till them into the soil or sprinkle them into the bottom of the hole where you'll be planting your seeds or starts. This is especially effective for tomato plants. They'll transfer calcium into the soil, which helps build healthy cell walls within each plant. Coffee grounds are another great one. I might have a lot of these to work with because I certainly drink my coffee every day, but you can even pick some up from your favorite coffee spot. I know where we are at Starbucks. They put them out front for people just to grab and take. Using coffee grounds as fertilizer adds organic material to the soil, which improves drainage, water retention, and aeration in the soil. They'll also help microorganisms beneficial to plant growth thrive as well as attract earthworms and repel slugs and snails. And over time, they're going to boost the nitrogen levels in our soil. Another great thing from the kitchen is to add banana peels. So I know I love my bananas. So just save those peels, chop them up and bury them about four inches deep before planting. Or you can soak them for 48 hours to make kind of like a banana tea and then water your plants with it. These are amazing for the garden because they are filled with potassium, phosphorus and calcium, along with a host of other minerals that your plants need. So 
companion planting. Maybe sometimes what we might want to do is plant plants together that are beneficial for each other. So there was some reading on companion planting. Basically, when you plant two different plants near each other, they can help each other thrive and protect from other pests. They're, so they're like BFFs that we're going to add. And on the flip side, there are certain plants you never want to plant next to each other because they steal nutrients from each other. They're like enemies of the plant world. Companion planting allows fruit, vegetables, and herbs to grow to their maximum potential. It helps them keep bugs away. It keeps the soil healthy. It even boosts the flavor of the plant. But what if you don't want to plant clary sage next to your cabbage or geraniums next to your peas? Well, we can add essential oils too. When you're ready to water your garden, you can add three drops of essential oils to a gallon of cold water, stir it up, shake it up, and water right away. Try this once a week instead of plain water to give your plants an extra boost. So here's a list of what works well together when you first get started. And I'm just going to read a few. So asparagus and basil are great. Green beans and lavender and basil are great. Broccoli and basil are broccoli and thyme. Cabbage next to peppermint is fantastic. Carrots and sage Cauliflower and sage and cucumbers and sage are also really good. Potatoes and sage are good as well. Leeks and celery work great together. Lettuce and carrot seed are great companions. Onion and chamomile, peas and geranium, radishes and parsley. Tomatoes and basil go great together. And chives and carrot seed are fantastic. And guess what? everything works well with oregano. So you can mix oregano with anything. And if you want to add oregano to your water, that would be a great essential oil to add and really boost up the flavor of your plants. Protect yourself, okay? So let's go into how we protect ourselves. If you're working out in the garden or just relaxing after a long day, you might need to protect yourself from pesky bugs and mosquitoes. Here's a little combo powerhouse that I use in our home. Add three drops of lemongrass, eucalyptus, lavender, cedarwood, and rosemary to a 10 mil roller bottle. And then you're going to fill the rest of it with your favorite carrier oil. I like to use grapeseed oil or jojoba oil. Apply that before you head outside and the bugs will stay away. It's an excellent insect repellent that I love to use. Jojoba oil is great to use as well. Now, we've protected ourselves, so how can we protect our plants? So we want to make sure that we can protect them from all the different bugs that really come up in the growing season. So I like to add a few drops of oregano, rosemary, and tea tree oil in a glass spray bottle, just a couple drops of each, along with some distilled water. I shake it really well, and then I just mist off my plants. I do this once a week to keep them happy and healthy all season long. And guess what? You can use that for your house plants too. Here's another tip. If you don't have these essential oils, our Thieves Household Cleaner is fantastic. Our plants, indoor plants, love them. You can add just a capful of that to a spray bottle and mist your household plants once a week with that as well. 
Your new garden buddy. I just, the Thieves Household Cleaner. Again, it's one capful to 16 ounces of water. It's going to help your plants grow big and strong. It also protects them from fungus, mold, aphids, ants, and other pests. So go ahead and spray that all over your indoor plants and outdoor plants as well. It's fantastic to use. So how can we attract pollinators? Maybe you've got plants and you want to pollinate them. You want the bees and the butterflies and the hummingbirds. So they help make plants healthier and they actually are more likely to produce a quality harvest. You can attract them by creating a space in your garden and it doesn't have to be very big with pretty flowers like zinnias, lavender, or anything colorful that is native to your region. Not only that, you can attract them with fragrant essential oils that will draw them into your own little ecosystem. So just add a drop or two on a cotton ball and place it near your plants in the evening for an extra boost. Favorites for bringing in the bees and the butterflies is orange, tangerine, lavender, hyssop, marjoram, basil, and sage. Many of these are the same oils you're using to support companion planting, so you're doubling up in gardening goodness, so it's going to really attract those in. No more nibblers. We don't want those guys nibbling in our garden. Working hard to have a healthy garden that is also non-toxic can be an uphill battle. Sometimes it seems like without using the harsh chemicals, we're just rolling out the red carpet for the pests to come in and nibble away at every leaf and berry that we're just really trying to nourish. I want my kids and grandkids to be able to be out in the garden with me, and I don't want them to worry about touching things or ingesting something that's going to hurt them. So here's a little DIY broad-spectrum repellent that will serve you well all season long. Add 10 drops each of rosemary, peppermint, thyme, and clove to a glass bottle along with distilled water and shake well before it's used. Mist your plants weekly to protect them from every kind of little chomper that will come by. Isn't that great and easy? And another tip for keeping the bugs away, whether it's birds, squirrels, rabbits, dogs, or deer, they can really mess up a good thing, right? So another thing to do, grab some strips of fabric or cute pom-poms or even some twine if you want to keep it understated and a plastic tub. Fill the tub with water and add 15 drops each of rosemary and black pepper. Soak your fabrics or your twine for about an hour and then hang them around your plants. You can use stakes or sticks or little metal rods at the four corners around the plant you need to protect from larger animals and tie the strips to each to create a cute little barrier that will repel any pests. So this is going to help keep all the things like birds, squirrels, rabbits, dogs, and deers away from your plants. The next thing we want to keep are the creepies away, right? Lots of critters that we can have in our garden. So spiders are a crucial part of the environment, but we really don't want them. And same applies to mice, right? Turn them away. So they both hate peppermint. So add a few drops of peppermint into water, your spray bottle, shake it well and spray it around your windows, your doors, your plants to help keep these little creepies away from you. 
Now, what can we do naturally to provide long-lasting blooms? Once we've cut the flowers from the yard, we know they're not going to last long. It's so hard. So I add two to three drops of Thieves, our purification essential oil, to the water in my vase, and my blooms last so much longer. I've been able to get about two weeks longer out of my fresh blooms. Now, what if we do get bug bites? What can we do to provide some great relief for ourselves? Because, you know, sometimes it happens, right? In a small glass container, combine a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, the raw kind, and one drop each of lavender, Roman chamomile, and basil. What you'll do is you'll dip a Q-tip into your mixture and apply it directly to the bug bites for some really quick relief for bug bites. I know I've got a set of grandkids that really welt up when they get bug bites, so we use this a lot. I've got another DIY for you, and that's, well, yep, one last thing I'm going to share with you is a hand cream. Because we are out there working in the garden. In the summertime, we're out there working with our hands. So here's a great hand cream that keeps your hands soft and delicate and super, super nourishing, okay? So what you're going to do is you're going to get a half a cup of raw shea butter, a half a cup of coconut oil, not fractionated, a tablespoon of vitamin E oil. You can get the oils. Sometimes I've had to take the capsules and squeeze those out. You'll add 30 drops of lavender essential oil and 10 drops of tea tree essential oil. In a double boiler, you're going to melt the shea butter and coconut oil completely and remove from the heat. Now, if you don't have a double boiler, you can put this in a glass container or a stainless steel container and then melt it in hot water, okay? You'll add in your vitamin E, you're going to add in your essential oils, your lavender and tea tree, and then you're going to whisk it up really well. Allow that to cool down. You can stick it in the fridge if you want to, but not for too long. We don't want it to just until it starts to thicken up. Then pour this into a stand mixer and mix it on a medium speed for about 10 minutes. It'll start to get frothy and look like a lotion. This is kind of a long, loud process, but it's hands-off. So go grab a book and scroll through your Facebook or listen to another podcast. Once it's done mixing, you're going to pour it into a mason jar, keep the lid on it, and store it in the refrigerator at room temperature. It's going to harden over time, and one jar is going to last you the entire season, and it's so, so good for your skin. So there you have it. Here's some great tips on how to put companion plants together, how to fertilize your soil and things you can use directly from your kitchen, as well as some essential oils that are fantastic to use on our indoor plants, our outdoor plants, how we can make those cut blooms work even longer, right? And a great hand cream for you because you've been working hard out there every day. Hope you guys are having a blessed afternoon and this helps you take that toxin-free lifestyle outside. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.